Trailblazers Podcast. Podcast. Leading you through the consuming fire. Fire. Yes, 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 the Trailblazers, we are back here, and we are better than ever, man. Fellas, I feel very good about today. And for everyone that's chiming in, please take the moment and the opportunity to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at the Trailblazers Live. You can also contact us on our email account. That is the Trailblazers Live at gmail.com. But before we get into that, fellas, I want to check this out right now, right? Because I'm feeling some type of way right now. <laughs> I'm feeling some type of way because yeah. now it's like we here and yeah, we're coming we have, with man. something special, something different. Let's go. And I'm just looking at everything, bro. And I'm like, I walked in today and I just felt like God had a, a, a special agenda for us. Yeah. Something that we all can just collab with. And I'm so happy that we are now back and we are together, man. But... I want to ask y'all something, and I'm hey Dev, because we was we was just talking about this, right? And you know, Ev and Corey, we're, yeah. we we want to jump into something that can give everyone a different type of approach. We want you to get into gear, because this is what we're talking about in this episode too, yeah. getting into gear. And yeah, I was yes. just looking at the culture, right? Mm-hmm. The yes, state yes. of the culture in 2022, and as I'm looking at the culture, I'm like, why is it that there is a, a, a line that you cannot cross for opposition. But when we talk about God and we talk about Jesus, it's, oh, you're being pushy and you're, you're, you're trying to force this thing on me or you're being judgmental. But yeah. on, on, yeah, yeah. if you look on the, the, the opposite side of the field, it's like, oh, well, we can talk about homosexuality in a third grade. We can talk yeah. about oh, yes. uh, uh, abortions Inclusion. being forced on, onto people. And we could talk oh. about getting rid of a baby, you know, in the third trimester. Yeah, mm-hmm. So let's really talk about it. And I'm just saying this is, and it's so many points that we're talking about. Too many. But just the culture of when things are bad or or I don't want to say things are uh, evil, but we got to keep it 100 right now. Things are evil. Absolutely. Things are evil. Things are evil. It, it, it's evil. Like we're we not going to sugarcoat this right now. Yes. From I don't the, even from like sugar on my donuts. So let's not, <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep it real. But hey, hey. Yo, Dev, as we stare at way, a whole tray of Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> from yeah. the way, just. Oh, come on, y'all going to put me on the said, spot like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what we doing. I brought in a box of Dunkin' Donuts. Now I'm the bad guy. Yeah. All right, all right. So I'm going to get a jelly that on yourself, bro. Done. Listen, bro I had a cookie from Wawa, man. Listen, if you are from another coast, we on the East Coast. Wawa is king around here. Yeah. Yeah, the brothers are wrong on Dunkin'. Cookie, son. Right. But I tell you like this, from the state of the culture from which I see it, it's becoming more and more of cool to downplay what we know is right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool to downplay what we know is biblically right and then not even acknowledging the fact that we were wrong. Mm. When it gets to the culture, uh I know for a fact, I've watched a couple movies that weren't Christian movies or anything like that. They were very worldly. For la- for the latest, it was that Buzz Lightyear movie that they just came out with. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a lot of throwing things in your face that they shouldn't be. 
blatantly putting homosexuality, blatantly putting uh, false gods yeah. in your face, trying to get you to, to, to weigh your opinion or sway your opinion, I should say, to get you to think that these things are okay. And we know Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Never have we ever saw Buzz Lightyear be homosexual or anybody in the Toy Story franchise be homosexual. It's something we grew up with. But in this new movie, a new character is of the homosexuality. You feel me? Uh-huh. So it it's just something that something that I grew up with and loved all of my life. The state of the culture is turning it around and making it so it's not a family oriented movie or for family oriented mm-hmm. program. And it happens so much where people don't even uh, recognize that it's happening right before their face. Even when you get to uh, abortion, pro-lifers and and others who, I don't want to be sensitive with this right here, but the Bible says that children mm-hmm. will inherit yeah. the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This church right here was built for the children, the yeah. love center. If we're taking away the opportunity for a sinless, not sinless because we're all born into sin. Yeah. But if we take away a, a a precious, innocent life from being able to walk this world and do the things that God has called it for, like as we said all the time, God knew us before the foundation of this world were formed. Amen. If yeah, we're taking God. you out of his plan, then what are we really getting to? What is the culture really at? The culture is very worldly, and we need to turn it back to God. Turn it back to the first love. Turn it back to knowing where our morals are. And and I keep hitting this mic. Knowing where our morals are and knowing where we stand in this world. Because we're supposed to light it up. If we're not lighting it up, if we're not doing our part, then I know my brother last week said we perish for the lack of the truth, the knowledge. That's the knowledge and the truth. That we were all born with a purpose, male and female, procreate and they create more life that's right male and male can't procreate female and female can't procreate mm-hmm. and then the baby that comes from that is supposed to inherit the kingdom yeah so if the culture is already telling us from the beginning of life that we can end it up until the, there's a heartbeat what are we saying to god mm-hmm. what are we telling god are we not being grateful are we not being uh reverential are we not in fear because i know Every morning for 12 years, they made me say, I pledge allegiance to the flag, one nation under God. Mm. If this nation isn't under God, then what are we truly serving? Yeah. Come on. What God are we serving? That's deep. Right? That's real deep. That's deep, bro. So that's my feeling on the culture. It's something where they make you say it, one nation under God for 12 years, your whole childhood career going to school. But then as soon as you graduate, they throw the world at you. Absolutely. They throw it at you and they just expect you to be able to handle it and and take it and run with it. When all of a sudden, we were never taught that. Unless you were in church. Unless you were in Bible school. Unless you had mentors. Unless you were being disciplined in the faith. You didn't know these things. That's why they say when people run off to college, the culture there is even more crazy. (laughs) I can attest to that. That freshman 15 isn't just for me. (laughs) Facts, That's stress, bro. <laughs> Facts, the calf, bro. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let me not get off topic, bro. First, <laughs> yo, so, bro, to piggyback off of uh, what you said, Dev, what you said, Derek, when I think about the state of the culture, man, you know what? And, and it's so funny, Dev, you mentioned school because I can remember, like, I graduated from college in 2015, so I can remember even 10 years ago the stuff we see now even then was not, was unfathomable, right? Mm-hmm. Telling children, you know what I mean? Oh, you're gender dysphoric or, you know, you have a, you know, you're not really a boy. You're a girl if that's what you want to be, right? Or you're not really a girl, you're a boy if that's what you want to be, right? Almost like indoctrinating children in a way that is, I just, we'll just go call for it. It's satanic. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's one thing you go after adults, whatever. You know what I mean? People make their own decisions. It's a whole nother thing when you go after children. Amen. And you know, some of these people who don't believe in the Lord, don't want anything to do with God and are trying to actively push God even further out of the state of the culture, out of the square, you know, out of institutions where there's bodies of people of youth or, or people of influence. You know, they have said the way we get our, we accomplish our mission, which is antichrist, is to get the youth, to get them young. Young people. Right? And, you know, I'm hearing and I'm reading articles about drag queens and kids making it rain on drag queens. Yeah. I never in my wildest imagination, whatever, you know what I mean, think that that would be a thing. But here in 2022, this is what we're encountering. Mm-hmm. You know, there was uh, our daily scripture yesterday. Says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principles, the powers of this of this world. You know what I mean? The kingdom of darkness. There's two kingdoms you could live in: kingdom of darkness or kingdom of light. You know God's kingdom. So, um, you know, as I as I just as I go through and I look, part of me is like, all right, I don't think it could get any worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But then a part of me is like, you going to end up being surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So don't be naive to the fact that it can get worse. Yes, exactly. And it will. And, and it, it will. will. Yeah. And it, say, will. it gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I guess it's like, but like y'all was saying, we've got the hope in Christ, right? Yeah. By bringing God back into the forefront because darkness can't coexist with light, right? When we give the truth of the gospel and who God is, you know, it can help break a lot of those things because a lot of this is rooted in ignorance too. Mm. You know what I mean? Think about it. If I was never taught the ways of God and all I have around me for tangible evidence is this world, I'm naturally going to flow with that if I don't know that there is an alternative. And this is why it's so important to us as Christians to make a difference in every square and to be bold, you know what I mean, with proclaiming, not only proclaiming our faith, but living it in front of the world. That's important, yeah. No, so amen amen bro i agree with all my brothers here man this is a uh, very important um the times that we are living in we are living in trying times we are living in times where uh i believe it's test it's test for us as believers it's test for us as christians yeah. um you know by these political leaders or leaders of the world um they are testing our faith they are testing our lives with, uh, you know, COVID-19 and different other variances and de- diseases and pestilences, which is uh, talked about in the uh, Bible. And 
a lot of things that are happening is basically what was already told, already told in the Bible. And the culture for 2022 right now, you know, God is not important for, mm. for most people. A lot of people left the church because they got comfortable in their own homes, in yeah. their own beds. Yeah, that's true. And what they're doing in their life, you know, oh, I, I, I can I can hear God on TV or I can listen. You know, I don't have to fellowship. I can fellowship from home. That is true. You can you can praise God anywhere, but it's nothing like community and unity together, worshiping together. Belonging with the to grace the of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Having somewhere that builds you up in the faith, having people that disciple you. Exactly. Where it all roots from. Because I know for me, I'd be very much of this culture that we're talking about. Yeah. If it wasn't for our pastor that showed up to my house one Sunday morning at nine o'clock when I was a kid and said, come outside, you're going to church. Yeah. Right. Well, amen. If, if I never had that encounter, if I never meet my wife, I'm very much in this world and I can see it from the, the company I kept, the people I grew up with that are still very much in the world that have a thought of what God is, but relationship leaves them walking astray not walking the straight path or making a detour off that path Mm -hmm. so for the culture in in that standpoint we're here to reach them the great commission is for us to go out and make disciples yeah to teach and and to teach people about the truth the knowledge that ever always talks about and if we don't the culture won't change We're part of the culture. This podcast is part of the culture. Our lives are part of the culture. Absolutely. And the culture, we can just say, is our ministry. Yeah. To bring the culture back to what it's supposed to be. To bring the culture back to God. And, Dev, you talk culture, right? Mm -hmm. And I I just want to pinpoint this right now. Culture is big on... It's influential, right? Very. So... Influence is based on what? Influence can be based on many things. It can be based on perception. It can be based on your your lifestyle, your environment. Exactly. Influence is a major exactly. factor in why things are played out that it is today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look at it because the culture that we have now and the and the figures that's leading that culture are not being led by God. You know, and that's where the divide comes into place where you have people that stand on one side and you have another group of people standing on the other side. And we are in this area where now uh, we have to be pillars. We have to be foundational pieces to the foundation and of God because these political figures and these people in leadership, they built their house on the sand. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, when yeah. that storm come, as you see, everyone's in disarray and that's yeah. why i believe the fear factor is playing a huge part in the influence and the direction that the culture is going because it's like i'm fearful if i don't do things according to how these people that i look up to are, are guiding me then yeah. what are where am i going yeah so where where is guidance coming from and in the book of proverbs uh chapter 14 verses 12 there it says you know there is a way that seems right to a man mm-hmm. but yeah. it's end is death so what is right what is truth 
And we got to remember that, and you talked about detour, and we're talking about getting into gear. So what happens when you get into gear? Let's talk about the, the origins of that, getting into gear, and, and really what it takes to put yourself in position to be in gear. So when you get into gear, I look at it like just like you get into your car. You're in, originally in park. You're stagnant. You're not moving into that direction that you assume if you want to go reverse or forward, you got to literally adjust that. Even so it's an that, adjustment. You start the engine. Before exactly. that, you got to start the engine. Right. You know, and, and how are you going to start that engine? Where is that? Where is the motivation at? And, and that that thought process, like, okay, I need to be in gear to get to where I'm going. And you know, Corey, you said something too, and you you dropped this talking point on us yeah. earlier in the week. Is how can we trust God when we are going through hard times? And this is very very hard times right now. I just came out of a season of very, very, uh, just a ton of affliction and trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. But I thank God for endurance. Endurance is so key, man. And if I didn't have God, if God was not the leader, if he wasn't my savior, I don't know personally if I would have been able to overcome those battles. And I look at it because I I have a son, I have a daughter now that looks up to me. And if I'm not standing on foundation, then what am I standing up to? And Mm -hmm. and, and I look at even these major companies and things like that. And I want to get it to this point here. So we want to talk about those trying times that we go to and God hearing us. Because right now, just in 2022, we've been hit with so many different events uh, uh, tragedies, mass shootings, uh, 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 health concerns. And it's like our leadership is so passive on things and we're becoming so content with being okay with being abused mentally, physically, and spiritually. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Amen. So, so brothers, Corey, yeah. like I'm, I'm, yo, I'm at a point right now. I'm, Listen, I'm, I know, man. It's, it's a burning a yeah. fire within fire me. Shut up in yeah. your bones. Fire shut up in my bones. Come on. I'm telling you right now, if I had a fire extinguisher, I'll go crazy right now. <laughs> and it's like I'm <laughs> trying to put out. Go. Yo, it, it, it's a fact, bro. And yeah. it's like, yo, we need to understand until man understands that God is the only person that can deliver Come on. you. Come on. And oh, it's bro. not ourselves. Yes. Then we're going to continue going down this pattern in which these things are continue continue. To, to bother us because God is trying to get our attention. Mm, our exactly. attention is set on. on other things, can't man. can't do it alone. Come on, cannot bro. do it we alone. Can't. And in these trying and hard times, like, God will show you something. He will reveal something. Like, each and every one of us here, these brothers here, been through hard times, trying times where Facts. they have been tested, their faith has been tested, where they were tempted, or was out there in the world. We always out there in the world at a point. Me, me and Derek was in the streets. Yeah, We was doing doing things that we wasn't supposed to do. We could have lost our lives, but God had a hand on us. You know, yes. Dev was in situations, you know, that we can talk about. And uh, Ev, Ev was probably in situations that, you know, he will talk about. Oh, yeah. You know, and God has a tendency of picking up nobodies. Picking up nobodies and making them making them become somebody in front of everybody without anybody asking, you know. Yeah. God will mm. make a way out of no way. Amen. And God, God will give us give us not what we want but what we need. In Psalms eighty six seven, it says, "In the day of trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me." God will answer you. God will answer you, people. 
Because, look, God has a 24-hour policy, and you can call him anytime. You can call on him anytime. The world is an unprintable place right now. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world out there, yeah. and the world doesn't fight fear. Yep. But we don't live or fight our battles that way. Come on. And never have yeah. and never will. Come on. The tools of this trade aren't for marketing or for manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire mm. massive corrupt culture. Come on, bro. We use our powerful tools for smashing warp of philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, Fitting every mm. loose thought and emotion and pulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. We are shaped and molded by Christ. We are his precious clay, people. Mm -hmm. And when we're going through things, that is only to make us stronger, only to make us better in Christ and for us to grow in spirit and to have inheritance. I'm not talking about the riches of this world, but I'm talking about the riches that God has for us. Yeah. So we have yes. to continue to walk on solid ground that God has built because he is our rock and our cornerstone. Are you ready, people? I want you to be ready. I want you to be equipped. I want you to be equipped because we building our lives on obedience and maturity. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. With that, bro. Amen, bro. With, with, just, to, just to double it. Pressure makes diamonds, right? Yes, sir. Pressure, yeah. Pressure yeah. makes diamonds, right? Yes, it gets hard that times, rust off of it, yeah. Right? Hard times. Being yeah. squeezed so tight mm -hmm. to where you feel like the life is being choked out of you. Yes. Yeah. It's producing something. Mm. It's producing something, right? Yeah. That diamond doesn't get made unless it's trampled upon. Yeah. Might be for years and years and years at a time. But the ending result is something that the whole world looks at as magnificent. Glorious, beautiful. What do they say? Diamonds are a girl's best friend, right? Yeah. That's the same thing with us. Until our, our bank account comes in. Tell me about it. But that's how we are to God. Yeah. The pressure he puts us under, the trials and tribulations we go through. Yeah. It's building something up inside of us, whether it be our faith, our confidence, our perseverance. Come it's on. building us up in the 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 places that nobody can see so that when we're cleaned up, when we're the coal is brushed off and you scrape away that first level or that second level, yeah, you see something beautiful, right? You see something that the world wants to glorify. You see something that the world wants to take part of, and it's that diamond. So our lives are just like that coal. The trials and the tribulations are nothing on, but bro. pressure. The things we that go pressure. through. And I know Derek said this one time last year, and I always took it, and it's probably become one of my favorite verses. Come on. Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, yes. character, and hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Amen. That's, Amen. That's Good. just Come on, man. the word confirmed. Uh, confirming Amen, itself yeah. that yes, sir. the things that we go through aren't in vain, whether it's that lowly season or that season that Derek's saying he just came out of, look at it now. Yeah. Beautiful glory, home, beautiful glory. family. Flourishing, man. And he yes. gives all the glory yes. to God. Him and his wife give the glory yes. to God yes. for God those times the that they go through, for the things that they got to endore Hallelujah. and have complete 
faith and trust in Jesus and yeah. God to do exactly what it is that he said he was going to do. Amen. They said a prayer whenever they said a prayer. I said a prayer whenever I said a prayer. Then we were patient. Yeah. yeah. Diamonds don't form overnight. Patience. Come, Come on. on. It takes time. It takes years. Yeah. It takes God's for you timing. to be put through something. Nobody got to glory from just sitting at home and not going through anything. Amen. From not having a hard and troubling life. Facts. From not being able to say, look, this time last year or this time five years ago, I wasn't where I was at right now. Come on, Dad. Come on, bro. I wasn't here. This wasn't me. The man you see standing before you, this was not the life I saw for myself. It has only been because God has changed my heart, turned me around, and changed my whole being. Mm. There's a song by Maverick that says, he picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid, solid ground. Hey, hey. Like this. <laughs> solid ground. Solito. On solid ground. Like yes. that solid ground, yes, it, it's, it's, it's that yeah. firm foundation on which I can live by now. Because before yeah. it was, like we said, built on sand. My life was built on sand. It was every time it would rain, every time it would storm, there's a mudslide. Yep. Oh, man. It's going crazy. Life's going to and fro. I can't mm -hmm. call it. Nobody can call it. Nobody knows where Dev's at for a week. Right. But now that I'm on that firm rock, that firm foundation, that is the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. I always know where to find myself. And it's yeah. right where I left God. Oh. It's right where I stopped paying attention to what he was saying to me and stopped being obedient and stopped worrying and stopped worrying about the cares of this world. There you go. And That's started it. worrying about the things that actually matter. The things exactly. that actually mean something. And it's those trying times that now I look at them and I say, take a deep breath, back up, mm -hmm. and say, God, whatever way you want me to handle this, show me. Amen. That's it. Man. Yo. And it builds you up. Bro, that is that is so true, man. I'm as I'm I'm thinking about that and just expounding on what y'all said. I think about uh first Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen. It says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, here's what's interesting about this scripture. So for anyone who may not be as familiar with the Bible, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. The New Testament is written in Greek. The original Greek for this before was translated into Latin and then English, or what we have today, that word temptation actually means trial. Mm -hmm. Trial means problem, difficult circumstance, pressing circumstance, uh, something like you were saying, that, that pressure, um, something that causes discomfort, something that is it negatively affects you. So what God is saying here yeah. is there's not a trial or a problem that's overtaking you specifically that others have not gone through. Mm -hmm. It's not uncommon to man. It's not uncommon to us as people, right? He says, but God is faithful. He will not let you encounter a trial that you cannot bear. And Amen. To, on Amen. top of that, he says, you not only can you overcome it just naturally, because he's not going to give you anything that you can't, but he says, you know what? I'm going to make sure I make the way out so you can endure it even further. So why can God be trusted? Because he's our help. Yeah. You know, he's our help. He's, he has everything orchestrated. He is the alpha and the omega, you know, and he is uh, the almighty. 
there's nothing that's out of his control. It, it, the scriptures say there is, um, the scriptures say there's, there's nothing God can't do, right? Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. And the answer is nada. Not all, nothing at all. at all. Right? So as I'm, as I'm thinking about this, why can God be trusted? Another thing is too, you have to, when you go through something, if, if you ever, if you go through it and you know, God brought you out, it's mm -hmm. very important for us as whether you're, you know, just maybe starting your walk in the faith. Maybe you've been in the faith for a while. Maybe it's been, you know, maybe you took a, you know, you, you took a break, some things happened, whatever have you. It's important for you though, to document yeah. what God has done for you. Because you're going to need to remember that when you go through the next thing you get through. See, God has a way of stockpiling everything yeah. he's done for us. Because yeah. he wants you to remember. Remember in 87, we was, we all 90s babies. But I was getting ready to say, I wasn't I'm actually <laughs> 80s baby. I don't remember I'm what you about to say. Baby, but, yeah. There's somebody that's going to listen that's from 87. You know what I mean? Remember in 87? Remember in 92? Remember in 2000? You know what I mean? For my for my people just turning twenty two this year. Gen Zers. The Gen Zs. You know what I mean? There's Gen Alpha. Remember when you was Dang, I'm getting old. Thirteen. <laughs> bro, I'm saying, bro, millennial. It don't even I'm matter. I'm getting no up more, there now, sorry. man. Shoot. I, I don't. Um, what's it called? I I identify as a '90s baby. Yeah, straight, up, straight up, bro. Yeah. The old is still young, y'all. Don't don't let them fool you. Some gray hair yeah. is then. That's what I'm sure. Yeah, you rolling up on them '30s. Then, then you yeah, got through the science. Then, next though, subject, man. Next subject. I don't know. Yeah. What you're talking about. Oh yeah. Thirty. I'm 27. So, so I was. So, you know, remembering those times, uh -huh. you know what I mean? We have to remember those times that when God does these things, he, he said to, um, and, and there's a book, it's the book of Joshua. He says in Joshua to make memorial stones. What, what, why is that? Memorial stones because you need to remember what I did. You, these testimonies we have, count as memorial stones for our lives hey, yo uh, real quick do you <laughs> yes sir i was just in a counseling probably about a month ago mm -hmm. what's the word for that there's in the hebrew there's a word for that memorial that you set up oh uh, i think it starts with an s i always i forgot it let me hold on. i don't remember it's something like where 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 god had saved them like where um so where moses split the red sea they went back and they built the memorial Mm -hmm. yes. So that they would know every time that they walk by it, they wouldn't glory, they wouldn't uh, make an idol out of it. But it was for them, their memory, mm. so that mm. they knew this is where God did this. This is where God did this. And the people that were the the two pastors, thank you, shout out Pastor Dave and his his wife Jen Shorten. Yes, they they told us whenever God brings you from something in your marriage or in your life. Even something small as in just, like he said, building a memorial. We don't have to actually build a memorial or something, right. but just something to signify, hey, look, remember when we went through this? Let us remember that it wasn't us. It was God. Yeah, right. And trusting God. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm sorry. I was sorry to cut you off right there, Ev. No, I, no, no. I wanted good, to bro. see that what that word was because it, it yeah, was, was in Hebrew. I was looking for it. I don't got it. I don't got it off the top. I'm a but I know what yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're gonna get back exactly to y'all. Yeah, gonna get back to y'all I mean, on that. <laughs> Yo, I'm just I'm, I'm sitting back right now. That was a trombone. Yeah, this is there, it's, a, it's a lot of trust that um, 
we we share with each other, right? Um, and we're talking about trusting in God, and trust can be uh, something that comes from a place where God resides. And what I mean by that is this: you can trust anybody to do anything. Like I, I in church, when when pastor lay his hands on people, that person getting prayed over better trust the fact that they will get caught. Yeah. But it's like it's to the point where now is. You know, I'm I'm learning personally to trust God even when things appear to not go in my favor. And my wife just talked about it, how we just purchased a home and um, hey. just, just right. yeah, man, God is good. And it was just that, you know, yeah, yeah, man, it was a blessing. But, you know, I'm going to just share a, a quick glimpse of it because in the midst of purchasing a home, the very first home that we purchased, we were told that it wasn't ours. You know, we were told that um, we, we, we were not selected to, to have that house. And then at that point, when you don't get something that you desire, you become um, less content with going forward to trying to achieve that in which you feel as though is for you. Yeah, that's true. But God showed me something. He said, what is for you is for you. And can't no man take it away. No man. And the fact that three months went past and the, the seller of the home... They, 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 the, the person couldn't even fulfill their offer because God deemed it that it was ours. And, you know, in that mess, we gave up. We stopped looking at things like that. But we remained true and remained focused on the fact that we did have something that belonged to us. Preston. And long Preston. and behold, God delivered true on his promise. You know, we received the home that we desired after seeing maybe 20, 30 different homes and, you know, being content with the bare minimum. Because mm. that's what happens. You get content with things lesser than what you deserve because you feel as though you can't get something that you think you should have. God's and I, delay and is not God's deny you, my brother. Come on, man. Come Listen, on. and that's a fact because I look at even friendships. I look at those relationships and it's like we get content with like, you know what, this person I can't get or this this type of, of individual that I want, I, I can't get that because I can't find it. But God is yeah. not saying that it's not for you. But he's saying, in timing, I'm come developing on. you to receive that blessing. Uh, come on. In his time. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's yeah. all I know. in timing. I know, exactly. I can't give a, a, a toddler a bicycle if they haven't walked yet. It's in due time that they will eventually learn to walk and then ride a bike. And it's the same thing with us. We may not be prepared to ride what yes. God is trying to give us because we're not there yet. And it's okay because we're going to get to that point. Amen. So, you know, and, and I like this because, and we're talking about something because Satan, his attacks are empty, bro. Like, yeah. he, he, got the he, same it's, old tactics. It's the same tactics, and yep. he tries to uh, manipulate you, and, and all his attacks are voided. But, you know, he only does that to people who don't know what the truth is. So exactly. what can we do in order to not be deceived because he's the biggest person of deception? And that's what he relies on. He relies on deception, manipulation, and preying on those who don't know truth. And I reflect on Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings, like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not be faint. So what is that showing me right now, brothers, is that we must continue to understand that we need to rely on God and rely on the fact that he's going to bring us through where he's taken us. So Hallelujah. we've all been under attacks. And this is where the direction of this conversation is going, right, brothers? We've been under attacks. We've been under trials and tribulations. 
And we know that Satan tries to prey on those things that we want, but he'll try to deceive us into making us believe we cannot obtain that. Come on. So even from our personal experiences and what we've been through, what helped you overcome the, the factor that God hasn't given you something right away, but yet mm -hmm. you knew that it was for you and that Satan in that season of waiting, because this is what he does in a season of waiting. Wow. Satan, he will uh, he will apply pressure into your mind and your way of thinking and how you feel, making you assume that you cannot get that. Man, listen, oh, come on. Bro. Hey, you know what the easiest thing is? Recognizing. Yeah the way the devil attacks you. Oh, right. Because wow. like you said, he has yeah. no new tactics. None. So mm -hmm. the same way he tried to get you to think you were less than 10 years ago right? is the same way he'll try to get you to think you're less than now. Come on. He has nothing new. It might be in a, a, a different way or, or harder and lighter than before, but it's the same tactic. Yeah. To me, yeah. it was uh, lust and material things. Yeah. Every time I thought I was making a, a, a step forward or progressing, God throw a beautiful lady in my presence. Mm -hmm. Every time I thought I was progressing and going forward, material things that I wanted would start coming out. And I'd have like, oh, wait, I'm not going to tithe this week because I got to get this new whatever it is. Or, uh, well, she did wink at me. <laughs> Maybe she likes me. Uh, was it more than a wink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We more than wink sometimes. Yeah, I said be transparent. Yeah, it was more than a wink sometimes. But Jezebel, man, that oh, completely man. Oh, is what on, it is. Yeah. But Watch like it. I said, it's recognizing what it is. Yeah, recognizing yeah. Yep. how the devil attacks mm -hmm. you, recognizing how he likes to to make you feel as though you're less than, make you feel as though you're not moving forward. Amen, bro. Amen. Makes yeah. it so you're not moving forward. Makes it so that you're you're stagnant or you're thinking, hey, maybe maybe this is just what it is. Yeah. Maybe this is just how it's supposed to be. When really, in retrospect, God's trying to show you exactly what it is the devil likes to do to you. Exactly yeah. how he likes to attack your mind, your body, and your spirit. And it's the same way every time. So for me, it was recognizing the certain ways in which the devil thought that he had me and telling the devil, hell no. Come on. Amen. Fraud. Amen. As simple as that. I can relate. Straight up. Because once you you what did, what what do they say in um in the twelve step ever? We're oh. usually admitting it. Admitting it, yep. Is the hardest process. Yep. Yeah. Is the That's hardest hard. step. Yep. When you can admit that it's your lust, when mm -hmm. you can admit that it's your 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 uh love for material things, when you can admit that it's your disobedience. You started recovering. Yes. You started on your way back to the way that is the straight path. Because now that you acknowledge what it is that's been holding you back and hindering you, you know it for next time. So when it happens, you get to take a step back and say, well, I'm not going to let this happen again. Yeah. That's right. I know exactly what this is. I know exactly who this is. And it's the devil. That's right. And do a 180. Repent. That's what repent means, right? Do a 180, not a Meta 360. Noah. Because y'all in these making up Spanish words is killing me. Everyone be Dominican right now. Dominican. But just turning from it. Because if you do the full 360, you're, you're, you're left looking right back at what it was that you were looking Pretty at. Much. Yeah, Repent yeah. is do a 180. Turn your back to it. We know in the Bible it says 
turn your turn if you turn around you'll be turned to a pillar of salt right yeah. so let's stop turning around yeah let's only look forward let's only look for the glory that god has coming for us that's only and I try to stay away from salt, man. That high blood pressure is different. <laughs> I'll be real with you. My wife's Spanish. That, that Spanish. That's Spanish. That's that, yeah, that sazon. You feel me? That's that, what it is. That's Get that sea salt. But just recognize it, fellas. Recognize yeah, it, family. Man. Like, just recognize how it is that you're attacked and be able to come up with a plan of action. Yeah. Come yeah. up with, my mom used to tell me, my grandma used to tell me, teachers used to tell me. There's nothing more dangerous than a man or a woman with a plan. Mm. Yeah, that's a fact. When you have a plan, you know where you're going. When you have a plan, you know what you will allow, won't allow, and can allow a little bit of. Yeah. If you don't have a plan, you'll allow certain things to come into your life and alter what it is that you had or what God had set for you. You allow friends or your environment to come in and be like, hey, you really don't need to be doing that. You could be doing this a little bit more. But all in all, you know in your head, this is what God called me to do in obedience. And me listening to you is me putting you above God. Mm. And I can't do that mm. because the life I now live. We live unto him. Amen. Come on. Amen. That's right. The That's life right. we now live, it isn't for ourselves. It's for Jesus who died on that cross so that we could live this life. I agree. I so agree. let's let's recognize what the devil does to us. Let's be able to show the next person what the signs of those things are and all in all we'll be able to overcome by knowing what it is that we fall short on amen and don't get me wrong i know i said this before all men will fall short all men will disappoint it's a part of life right falling short and failure it's a lesson or a blessing take it as a blessing even if it's a lesson learn from it so that you don't repeat the same thing. A loss is not thing. a loss; it's a lesson. Amen. Exactly, and we Amen. we all took some losses. Appreciate the pain; it's a blessing. Yeah. Somebody said God. that in a rap yeah. song. I don't nah. know. Yeah, who I was going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. One two, one two. <laughs> man, I'm gonna open up with a scripture, Dev. That was that was on point, man. I mm-hmm. I, I hope y'all get that, man. But uh, yeah, that was deep. the devil yeah, got super. the same old tactics. He do. He same doesn't have nothing else. But I'm gonna open up with Second Corinthians two eleven says that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. Mm-hmm. We cannot be ignorant of what God has and what God made and who we are in his image and his likeness. Mm-hmm. We all fell short to the glory of God. We all have been tempted. It's because that we didn't know any better. If your mom tells you, like, look, hot, hot, the stove is hot. hot, daddy, hot. Do not touch it. Right. You learn to not touch it. But sometimes we have to go and risk and touch that stove. Yeah. Sometimes you have to learn our own mistakes from our own lessons. But God will reveal that to us. Come on, bro. We have to have supernatural. The supernatural in us. But the enemy will try to use pain and pleasure to make us blind, to make us stupid and miserable. Mm-hmm. For the rest of our lives. He want to torture us. Yeah. But Satan, you will not torture me. I rebuke you. Satan, you are under my foot. You are my footstool. Satan, yeah. we have to speak these things because the Bible calls the devil Satan because he is a deceiver of the whole world. He's a, he is an accuser. Yeah. yeah. In Revelation, 
They say he's the ruler of the world, of this world, this world. Yeah. the God of this AIDS. He is an adversary who prowls like a roaring lion and tries to be unwitty and try to put us in bondage willingly. He's the prince of the air. He's the spirit of the now at works. Pure disobedience. Mm. Pure he, disobedience. Was, he was a high angel in the heavens, one of the most beautiful angels in the heavens. But we have to know who God is. We have to build a relationship who God is because Satan is nothing but a liar. Amen. Amen. God do not like liars. But we have to stand on the truth. We have to stand on what is and know what happened in the Garden of Eden. We have to know that it is nothing, nothing with Satan that is true. Nothing but come from a falsehood and deception. He blinds the minds of unbelievers. So we that believe, we know. We know that Satan can't take our power unless we want him to. Hmm. You know, we have to be mentally strong, spiritually strong, because it's more of a spiritual uh, warfare. He tried to keep us from seeing the treasure of the gospel. He let us see the facts, even the proofs, but not the preciousness of the glory of God. He's like a masquerade of costumes. But you know what? I'm going to explain this. We are the light of the world. You cannot let nobody dim your light. I said this before. You cannot let nobody dim your light because you are already light. You are already the salt of the earth because God is the one, is the creator. He the one he creates. And if God allows, it's a reason why God allows certain things to happen in your life. God intends that part of our preparation for heaven to be a life of warfare with hell. But we cannot live with doubt. We cannot live with the pressure of life because we know who God is. We can call on the Lord and God will give it to us because God is the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus' name. I hope y'all got on, some of that, bro, man. Come on, bro. In Jesus' name. I receive. And let me tell you something, bro. I love what you said about putting Satan under our feet, bro. I'm going to make sure my feet is ashy. <laughs> And corns, yeah. onions. You know it. what I mean? That's what he. Yo, that's what different. he got to get, bro. Yeah, he yeah. gonna get them you know toe jams too. Get the toe jams, everything. Bro. I got some baby lotion for your ankles <laughs> in my car, man. Listen, bro. I can't, we came ready. So, bro, <laughs> full to, clip to, to full straight up nails long, all of that. No, all right, bye. So, to to pedicure soon, man. Yo. So this to say this, bro, to, to piggyback, man, off of this amazing, amazing content and things you guys have said, man. Um, when it comes to Satan's attacks, you gotta understand we there really are two kingdoms in this world. There's the kingdom of darkness that's ruled by Satan. Then there's the kingdom of light that's ruled by the Lord, that's ruled by Jesus Christ, that's ruled by the Father, that's ruled by the Holy Spirit, the 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 triune God. So when we're saying that you, there's a transference that happens. We're born into darkness, right? It says we're born and shaped in iniquity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're born and shaped in iniquity and you're born in darkness, you don't really necessarily know it. You're just existing. You're in the world. You're doing your thing. You know, you're kind of molded according to the culture. Yeah. And so, but the Bible says that when we come to Christ and when the light of God comes over us, it, come it gets on. us in, and we hear the come truth on. through his word yeah. by his spirit, 
that is when the transference from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light happens. And this is partly why we love God so much. Yeah. It's because he's come adopted on, doctor. us. The, you know, the Bible, come on, bro. Listen, <laughs> and I'm going back to school. The, the Bible says that God loved us before we loved him. Before. Before. Yeah. And so it says while we were yet sinners, come on, Christ huh? died for us. Come right? on. Thank you, How Jesus. many of y'all are going to go out here and even give up? quarter let's be real even give some money or some food to your enemy deep enemy too cussing you out every day talking crazy about you doing stuff completely against you know what you stand for every day you know in our flesh if we're being real we we're not going to do that you know what i mean but god for humanity before we even knew as helpless children i'm speaking spiritually he sent his only son to die for us. Hallelujah. Yeah, you know, what kind you. of love does that take? So, but the enemy, you know, wants us deceived towards that, right? So what do we do to not be deceived? You got to get in that word. Yeah. yeah. You got to get in prayer. Come on. You got you to gotta seek the Lord. Even if it's, you're just curious. That's okay. We, we not, you know, I'm not telling nobody rush and be yeah. converted, but give God a chance to show you who he is. Uh And if you are on the fence, maybe you were a believer, you know, you got, maybe you got church hurt. Maybe you got, I don't know, something just happening right now. You like, God, you, you know, I feel like this is your fault. Seek him, give him a chance, cause he'll show you. You know, there was a man, I'm gonna end with this. There was a man in the Bible. There's a book named after him. His name is Job. Job, it says, was the most righteous man in his generation. Job encountered stuff. Most, if we're being real, most of us will never encounter. Most of us will never lose our property. Our only means of finance are all of our children, our health, and have a wife that tells us to basically go commit suicide and Mm. curse God while you're committing suicide. That's wild. And all of this happened to this man. And yet and still, he still didn't turn his back on God. But but eventually, plus he had friends that came and basically they was trying to encourage him and ended up discouraging him. Yeah. Right? And didn't speak rightly of him. And the Lord Godly came. Counsel. Godly counsel. Godly counsel, right? And so the Lord came at the end of all that and not only rescued this man, yeah. gave him back his health. Gave him back his wealth. Come on. Gave double. Him full. Double. double. Gave him a new set of children. Come on. Gave him everything back, and his wife was back in obedience, you know. And the Lord, you know, but but Job had to walk through that. Now, in the midst of that, Satan was trying to stop him, was trying to get his mind. And his body was attacked, too. And his body was attacked. Yeah. It was trying to get his mind and his body to completely collapse and make Job say, you know what, God, this is your fault. I'm walking out. I'm done. But see, God has a way of showing you. In the end, why you go through things. When you're a believer, we go through stuff to make us better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every trial we face, just like Devin said, it's a pressure that molds us into a diamond. Why? Because in the end of the day, God's mission is to get everyone to conform to the image of his son, who was perfection yes. and still is. And is coming back. Amen. We don't want no God. devils hey. in this house. We want the Lord. We want the Lord. We need a round Resist of applause the devil. Right now for Job, man. Yo, round of applause for Job. Shout out you know what's crazy? The Big crazy shout thing out about to the him. job real quick before we wrap up is if I'm not wrong, God actually gives the permission. Yeah. Yeah. Gives the permission. Job. Yeah. yeah. So you know fact. what? There's there's this guy down there. It's a reason why. There's yeah. a guy exactly. down there, uh-huh. you know. But you know what that shows us too? In the in the How much midst God of God knows our heart. God knows our heart. 
And he, but Satan cannot perform any attack unless he confronts the father first. Needs permission. So he, he to has to know there is a hierarchy that we talked about last week. So if God allows these attacks to happen, it's because he knows that we can yes. endure. There we is. can endure. 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 He knows that we are capable of handling these situations, man. And this is why God is yes. telling us right now we have to jump into gear. We got to jump into gear, man, because being in that park position, we're not either moving forward. We're being stagnant. And when you're stagnant, we're comfortable. We're a comfortable believer. And that's what Satan wants. He wants you to be content. He wants you to be comfortable mm -hmm. because a comfortable believer is a believer that he can control. Yes. So let's not allow Satan to control us anymore. Yes. Yes. That we will continue to press Come forward. On. That we will jump into gear and not only jump into gear, but we're going in a forward direction. Because sure, God man. remains there. We need to go to him. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about, man. We need to jump into gear. And right now, we're going to take the opportunity to tell God that, Lord, we no longer want to be stagnant. Yes. That we want to be a believer of boldness, a believer that is ready to perform the works of the Lord Amen. and we will yes, not allow Lord. Satan to infiltrate, to penetrate our yes, mind, Lord. that yes. we will not be captives and enslaved into society into Jesus. a culture that has deemed evil to be good and yes, good Lord. to be, be evil. evil that we are pillars of the kingdom, that we are a fiery nation that is willing Hallelujah. to Hallelujah. take on the heat because God said that we can endure this is an enduring period, man. Mm. And that's what we're talking about. And Lord God, I just pray over everyone that's chiming in on this podcast right now that yes. those who are weary, those who are faint, will mount up like eagles right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Yes. That we, Lord, will know that you are everything that you say you are, that you are God all by yourself, Lord God. And we bind yes, and rebuke Lord. Satan right now in the name of Jesus. He name will not Jesus. have any power that he will be under submission and we will mm -hmm. trample yes, over him God. right yes, now, God. Lord God, yes, that we know that God is Jehovah Jireh. And we thank you, Lord, thank for you, being Jesus. that in our lives. In Jesus', Jesus, mighty, name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Trailblazers, man. God bless. Amen.